Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to episode 151 of the Fieldy Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Megan. How's everybody doing? <laughs> hey, we're all laughing. That's great during this time of yeah. uh, isolation. Well, as you can tell by the uh, the probably the phone sound, uh, we're all still in quarantine. Uh, yeah. This is uh, day 356. It's that, or you're just talking to me across the room, which is weird, but yeah. 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 We were just talking before we recorded about, uh, you know, getting mics for everybody eventually, you know, maybe have a a drone drop it off or something. Yeah. Covert operation there. <laughs> you know, if Amazon ever wanted to test a drone service, now would be the time. Whatever happened to that? Remember they were introducing that? Did people just freak out so much that Amazon's like, ah, I guess we'll scrap it? Or uh... actually, it, it does happen some places, doesn't it? I think you I've know, seen that's it. your question. I think yeah. there were some concerns about, you know, the drones hurting people yeah. or um, concerns. Because, you know, if, they, if they're if they over a certain size, they have to get clearance from the FAA. Oh, right. They can just run into an airplane. So, so you know, depending on the size of the package, um, oh, it might have to, you know, get clearance and then they have to put a tracking beacon on it. Yeah. Right. Or if it becomes uh, self-aware or something, you know, got to deal with that. Your package was lost midair. You're in a collision with a Cessna. I hope they're okay, but how's my package? Is there a is there a, a parachute attached? What's going on? I really wanted that 80-inch TV. My cold shower head. It's gone. Meanwhile, some kid gets it in his yard, and he's like, yes. Yeah. Hey, Dad, why is there an 80-inch television in their yard? Dad starts crying, and the mom's yeah. just like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> get the $1,200 check. Uh, I think Costco is selling 85-inch TVs for 1200 bucks. Yeah. Oh, Makes really? There. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Probably buy some so, toilet yeah. paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, toilet paper's back on the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, paper towels, surprisingly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, did they have to cut down a whole forest or something? Is that why we had to wait? Or I don't know. You know, I normally <laughs> gauge the uh, the level of, uh, uh, you know, how bad things are by if uh, Cottonelle has their aloe tissue out on the shelves, and they do, so apparently Cottonelle's back up and run, so that's a good sign. You know, I see... Did you see... Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, Did you're you fine. See... I saw a very brief article, and I can't remember what store it was, but there was some sort of... I don't know if it was Costco or Sam's Club or someone tried to return a bunch of toilet paper and they put them on blast. Oh, yeah. That, that guy that bought like $10,000 worth of toilet paper? Yeah. Where was that at? Oh, I can't remember. I'm not sure. He filled up a whole storage container, I believe. And they're oh like, yeah, goodness. we're on to you, pal. You're a scumbag. But yeah, they well, they don't allow certain items to be returned now for everybody. I mean, like right now, you can't really return anything, I don't think, because of the fact that it may be contaminated or... Oh, true. Yeah. Got burned. So it. I think, uh, you know, that guy's kind of SOL. I think, right. you know, the old saying, toilet paper for life, I think he uh, 
Oh, he just bought himself and beyond. Yeah. Well, uh, toilet paper aside, are you guys uh, having any food brought to your homes or anything like that? Not brought to the home, but we do do the pickup. Yeah. So like a curbside order out. We'll, yeah. Or um, even like some of our Target stuff. I mean, we might do. You can't. So obviously, for whatever reason, they won't allow you to add food items, but you can still get other items from Target that you can drive. Yeah, that's stores. weird, isn't it? Yeah, that's why why yeah. we had to go in and. Uh, yeah, there's so many items they restrict. It's crazy. Otherwise, it'd be really great service, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, they probably don't want responsibility for transferring like food out to you or something. I don't know. It's I'm sure there's a reason, but I got some uh, buttery popcorn from uh, Fridley Theater in uh, Waukee oh. last weekend. That was really good. That was a nice treat. Thankfully, we can still do that, and that's really smart for theaters to do that. You know, right now since they they can't play they can't play films. You know. Yeah. But what about you, Mitch? Any anything you've gone out for or had brought to the house? You know, um, we went out, what was it, Friday? Um, Allie was like, eh, I'm done. I'm done cooking for, for this week. So uh, we went online and found some places that were still open, but, you know, you had to pick up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we went over to uh, Costa Cochina's and had some Ooh, stuff and there you go. took it back home and it was really good. Um, nice. But other than that, we really haven't, uh, we haven't gone out to eat really at all. And, and for the most part, um let's see yesterday we went to to fairway and stocked up on meat and then we went over to high v um and got the rest of the stuff but in in all this uh craziness i've actually lost some weight yeah uh, just because i'm not eating fast food anymore i know it's a, it's amazing isn't it how yeah i thought i thought for sure you know all the snack and junk food that we bought was gonna balloon me out because i we we keep stock string cheese like it's going out of style and <laughs> man I'm just I'm actually feeling a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Did you happen to pick up a margarita? No, no. I you know um, I thought about that, but nah, I didn't. I got I should though. I got one Friday. My oh, mom, did you? My mom picked up some uh, Mexican food at uh, Fiesta. Oh, cool. That's a good place. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Fiesta. Bring me I your food. I saw that photo. Yeah, it was good. I I actually drank it too fast at first. And my I had the, like oh. the worst brain freeze. It's like the it's like that brain freeze when you just want to hit your head like stop. Oh, you know? yeah. But then after that it was fine. But it was it was delicious and I felt pretty good for a bit afterwards. And we actually tried to order <laughs> there ourselves. And I told Steph like uh, another margarita would sound great. Yeah, let's do that. But they uh they were closed. So did they raise the price on those or is it uh, same price as normal? I don't know. I'm not too familiar with uh, Fiesta's prices because we just started going there like months back. Oh, okay. But I think it's pretty reasonable. Uh, margarita was definitely it was great. It was, I'll do it again. And you said the the food quality was good because I, I the issue that I'm running into and and I get it, but it seems like any time that we do pick up from a lot of these places, mm. it's there's just a lack of care that goes into making your food. So it's either like it's been sitting out too long mm-hmm. it's just not good quality and i think the only place that i've been able to eat something that's decent is jethro's but like any other place we've ordered mm-hmm. it's been terrible yeah oh, we we had some nachos oh. and they, they were good um that's good yeah yeah it that's makes you wonder good. though how long they're on a warmer and all that yeah like we did buffalo wild wings and that was terrible oh really uh, and then we, yeah and then we did texas roadhouse and like that was terrible um, <laughs> oh it's too bad so i actually ordered a uh for lunch on friday i ordered a platter from famous dave's and it was really good oh. it was all hot and 
Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. My mom actually picked us up. Hi V, I don't know if they're all doing this, but I guess they're making fresh Chinese as you order, and it was Ooh. it was so good. It was like really really good, you know, because you you don't have that crusty buildup of like we had sesame chicken, so it was like really super fresh and hot, and yeah, it was yeah. it was really good. So recommend doing that if you uh, if you can. You know, some of these higher end uh, restaurants that are you know taking a big hit. They're doing like a reduced menu, but mm-hmm. they're they're lowering their price. Yeah. Um, because Costa Cucinas was like really reasonable, and that's I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a real high end like Fleming's or anything like that, but mm-hmm. um, I think they're still trying to maintain business. And man, I had a Caesar salad that was out of this world, and and some pasta last night that was, you know, from the leftover from the day before that was mm-hmm. just amazing too. Nice. So. Olive Garden, we picked that up like a week ago, and they had a, they have a deal. I don't know if they still have it, but it's like buy a hot meal and then you get one free that you like warm up later. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, that's cool. It was pretty damn good. So yeah, we got some Alfredo and. Sorry to hear about B Dubs though. That's that's disappointing. You know, and that they're like that regardless of a pandemic. I mean, I've picked up from them before, and it's unless you're eating in the restaurant. I, uh, I'm not really a big fan of them anyway. I don't think they got the best wings. That's just they my, did. that's just my opinion. They, I mean, they've, they, buffalo, those, uh, those boneless bites or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go to any bar and they're all pretty much the same. I think mm-hmm. I think they're all made by the same I company. Think, I think Northern Lights have better wings. I don't know if you ever had Northern Lights wings, but uh, those are good. Mm-hmm. I'll take those mm-hmm. over B Dubs. Uh, Walmans. I mean, that's what they were known for. I think it was what Wednesday night's wings or something like that, half price wings. I mean, it was hard to get a table when you'd go to Wellman's over on uh, uh, Mill Civic. Okay. Oh, seriously? Yeah, they, yeah, they have some really good wings. Nice. Mm. Noted. Noted. I'm getting hungry, guys. That's just crazy. Right? <laughs> well, you know, we're all we're all going through our own times of despair, of course, with all this uh, virus threat, and uh, I wanted to let everyone know. We also shared it on our Facebook page, but Kevin Smith, he, uh, he's he got a secret stash comic book store in New Jersey. It was on um, featured on Comic Book Men. I guess he's paid off the entire customer's pull lists, so they get all their comics oh, wow. for free now and stuff. And then, of course, Michael Che, he's uh, on SNL. He's a writer, and he does Weekend Update. Uh, his grandmother just passed away from the virus, and he's paying a month's worth of rent for everyone in their apartment building. So there's like... A lot of good people out there doing things, and of course, not all celebrities. There's actually regular people, if you will, doing good things, and so yeah, just a little fun news there. No, that's good. I mean, you know, anytime you see a celebrity help somebody out, it's always always heartwarming. And Mitch, you were uh, bringing up something about movie theaters. I was seeing AMs, and I know we talked about this. I think maybe the, even the last time too with. Uh, the possibility of AMC closing down, but when you kind of stop to think about it, um, even though we have all these great streaming services and, you know, you've got Disney plus it's putting out, you know, I would say movie quality, mm-hmm. um, type shows, you know, you've got, uh, you've still got Marvel, you've still got these big movies that are coming out and stuff. And so you need this platform to bring people together to see this. And so when you when you hear about like a AMC or like a Century or or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. where they go out of business, it kind of makes you cringe a little bit because there's kind of that 
you know, when you're growing up, oh man, I got to go see this movie in the theaters. I remember going to see it with so-and-so or something like that. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a memory. And so if they ever go out of business, it's just like, why don't these movie companies, especially during this time, you know, when we're all kind of locked down in our own place, because the movie theater or these movie production companies rely so heavily um, on these movie theaters, why don't they help them out in this time of need? I mean, it's, they're certainly not hurting for money. Number one, I would imagine that, uh, you know, Disney would be able to help out no problem because, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> how much did Endgame make? You know, I'm sure it wouldn't hurt that much. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the next move comes where movie production companies start making movie theaters or buy into the movie theater business to a varying degree. That would be... Like have a partnership, Well, which I, would be interesting. I mean, I think they kind of have one now, but it's not... Uh, I, I think it's kind of wishy-washy, you know? Like... Yeah, like for instance, um, a lot of these studios now are they're putting their content directly to streaming. Some are holding off mm-hmm. until you know yeah. theaters open up again, which is great. So you have that like that issue there. Also, you know the budget that goes into these films. <laughs> if you end up just streaming it, you probably won't make back everything you you spent on it. So, I can't imagine you would. I'm no. interested to see how Trolls does. Um, the se- the uh, the second Trolls movie. So far, it's been a success. It's been like the the biggest success for a uh, a streaming new release, I believe. Do you know what the revenue calling? is on that yet? I don't. I don't. Uh, that, we'll that would be very up. interesting yeah. to know. Yeah. Because I'm sure it's going to be a difference. But the only bad thing is, uh, that's the thing. Like. True, a lot of true colors are being shown during this time of crisis. Now, the studios, I guess a lot of them are like people. They, yeah. you, you, you seem to think they have all this money, right? And mm-hmm. you would say they do. But I guess a lot of them borrow against their what they're worth and all that. So crisis like oh, this, sure. they're like, they're screwed too, technically. That's why they're probably yeah. doing the streaming, which is... You know, to me, it's like if we had all that money, like, why don't you prepare for a rainy day? You know, <laughs> like something like this, for instance. Uh, Disney, you know, they have a lot of revenue coming from their parks, which are now closed. So right. that does hurt. I, I know a lot of uh, studios seem to have stepped up a little bit, offered some content on wine for free or a reduced price. But I know you can rent Trolls for like any new release right now. Uh, it's like 20 bucks to rent. I don't know if how long you get that for it does kind of make sense to pay that much uh you know if you go to a movie now with you know your wife or friend or whatever you actually probably pay more than 20 bucks to see it yeah and that's only to see it once i think when you rent them online you get to see them more than once again i don't know how they get so when their money back we rented trolls it was you could only have it for 24 hours okay well see that's and you can watch yeah. it as many times as you want within that right in a 24-hour period mm-hmm. great that's, that's a pretty good deal, but like you know, like we were talking, uh, I don't know if the I don't know how they get their money back. You know, like if it's through subscriptions, people share subscriptions, or they'll have a watch party or whatever. I think we all agree you're gonna need theaters. Yeah, you know, if you don't like to go to them, there's there's so many people that still do, and they need. I think they need each other desperately, and through this time, of course, I think they're well. 
I'd say they're essential, but not essential enough to go to them right now. But meaning, I think they should be bailed out just as much as any other big company, you know, or entity. You know, it's an entertainment industry. And, you know, of course, you got the comic book stores, too, which um, I'm thankful that uh, Mayhem, I don't know if other comic book stores around here followed suit, but they're they're now taking online orders. And they, I don't know if they or do they. a curbside delivery system or not, but oh, yeah. Well. I've really, I've really worried about these other businesses because, you know, I mean, I also worry about my own, my own life. I guess I'm still working, thankfully, but yeah. when you, we come out of this, like, I want to go to a movie again. I want to go, maybe go to a comic book store. You know, things like that. And it's like, are those people going to be yeah. around those places? You know, and and I was thinking about this the other day. Um, we're all kind of looking at this through, you know, early 2007 lenses. I think a little bit. Um, you know, where the market just crashed, um, Mm -hmm. went and that, and that was due to bad banking practices and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, this is a completely different ball of wax Mm -hmm. and while it is hurting businesses, I don't think it's to the degree that we are making it up in our own heads. And by that, I mean, you know, once this bounces back, it's not like we don't have money in our pockets. We do. We just aren't able to spend it right now because we're told mm-hmm. to stay home. Right. So as soon as this whole thing opens up, people are going to start buying again. They're going to start buying things that they wanted to buy, you know, a month ago or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be better. And, you know, truth be told, this has only been, you know, when it all is said and done, it's probably two, maybe three months worth of, of downtime instead of like, you know, 2008, 2009, 2010 started getting mm-hmm. better. And then, you know, something like that. I, I think, uh, you know, the stock market isn't going and fluctuating up and down like it was. It's, mm-hmm. it's back up to where it almost was, um, pre shut or pre shutdown of everything. So I think we're going to be all right on this one. I think, you know, like you said, there is going to be some bailout here and there and maybe, the entertainment industry is going to be one of those instead of, you know, like banking used to be or, mm-hmm. or the cars were or Boeing or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So maybe the money will be put a little bit differently, but yeah, I think, I think we're going to be all right. Yeah. It's like an escapism fund, you know, like, you know, right. with, with cars, you know, you travel places, you escape, you know, you get to mm-hmm. take a break from real life and all that jazz. But yeah, right. um, I, I hope they do get the help they need and, Maybe they'll offer like bundle packages when they reopen. You know, you can see all these new releases for this, you know, this set amount, and then you'll buy concessions well, and all that, and that'll help. So, well, and you remember that uh, what was that that movie pass uh, deal that you got? Yeah, yeah, that that was so, really good, great at first, and then it it plummeted. <laughs> right. So, why not retool that ever so slightly so that you can get people to buy into it right away as soon as the movie theaters open? And just get business through the doors. Well, it makes you wonder if something like that will. Uh, I think Movie Pass is gone, but there could be some sim- similar organizations popping up during this or after this time. But right. theaters also now offer their own rewards programs. So, oh yeah, you have that too. So I could see, you know, see what happens. I guess it's it's just it's a whole new thing. You know, it's uncharted territory basically, and. So, so question though, do movie theaters make most of their money off of the concessions or is it like movie ticket? Um, I'm, I'm, I've been told concessions. 
That's what I was told too. I think I read something about that. <clears throat> Makes sense. I was always curious because you know they see these giant movie theaters and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you go and you see, <laughs> you know, like a, a thing of popcorn, like you know, ten bucks, and you, you kind of wonder to yourself. It's you so know, good you get though. Some cheap family in there. <laughs> you get several thousand of them. You know. Yeah. How much of a hit is that movie theater taking? <laughs> right. Spend twenty five dollars on this bucket for free refills. Right. Oh. I know that's really get you. I don't know. I, I love. I love. I love my concessions. Yeah, I can't see a movie without them. I can't. I can't do it. It's weird. Are you a pop? Are you like a standard popcorn guy? Like, oh yeah. Gotta have popcorn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta have it all. Yeah. Like to me, it's like those Junior Mints or peanut M and M's. Yeah. Well, that that too. Like I like popcorn, candy, and pop. That's what I like. I'm, I'm a kid. Know, in an old body that. that can't take it much anymore. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, Josh? Like, I can't. I can't quit you. I can't. <laughs> I can't get over you. Apparently, Disney Plus has had more edited discovered with their content. I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Splash. Have you heard about this? Oh, yes. The uh-huh. hairy butt. <laughs> yep. So... People don't know. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen Splash, but I, I pretty much know what it is, what's it about and stuff. And I, it is on my list. Um, it's a Ron Howard film from 1984. It was rated PG then for mild nudity, um, but it's non-sexual. You know, it's just you see Daryl Hannah's ass basically here and there because she's a mermaid and she changes into human form and all that. So it, it's a you know. Uh, Highly loved movie. You know, it starred Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, Eugene Levy, and John Candy. What was it? Because I remember um, way back when that was a big deal because there used to be rated G, right, for general audience. Mm-hmm. Then there was PG, and then there was just R. And then somewhere around the mid 80s, some Congress guy got in there and just said, no, you know, there's too much showing in a PG movie. We have to make a PG-13 rating. I think Spielberg and might have had that? something to do with the PG-13 rating system. <gasps> I can't remember. Who was that? I think Spielberg had something to do with the PG-13, or he made it. Uh, he made a film that required it. I can't remember what it was exactly mm. how, how it went down, but oh yeah, especially PG movies in the seventies. Like, they're showing mm. like boobs and everything. And you're like, is this right? what? This is PG? Like what the hell? Yeah. But uh, there's a scene in Splash, basically, that Daryl Hannah uh, shows her ass. She goes, she runs into the ocean and swims away. So she has long hair. So what Disney did was they added a chunk of hair over her butt, but it doesn't really move. It's really kind of creepy if you go look at it. It's really, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But they've done a lot of edits with their programming. They own Fox material now, so... You know, you're you're seeing a lot more of that. There's other examples like Toy Story 2, which is their actual movie they they made. There's a Stinky Pete with Barbies scene. Have you have you heard about that outtake they did at the end of the movie where it's basically a ca- a casting couch <laughs> setup? He's promising them work, but it's never like you know, it's kind of like an adult humor thing. Anyway, they they took that out, but I guess that was already taken out in the 2019 Blu-ray release. And then uh, Adventures in Babysitting. I don't know if you remember that movie. The famous line from the movie is, don't fuck with the babysitter. They obviously changed that to do do not fool with the babysitter. They removed homo and replaced it with weirdo. So there's some things are kind of 
you know, warranted, I guess. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, I guess there's a scene where Stitch hid in a dryer, and so they were afraid of kids doing that, which I kind of get. So they changed it to him hiding behind a pizza box, I believe. And then the Simpsons, obviously, the Simpsons movie, you see Bart's penis on skateboard, and they took that out. And the big thing they removed from the Simpsons was season three episode, Stark Raving Dad. It had Michael Jackson appearance in it. You remember that one where he's like a mental yes, patient? Yes, was that Michael Jackson's actual voice? Yes, or was that just... mm-hmm. it was. It was, okay. And it was, our, it was on Hulu before Plus, so it was already removed, I guess. Disney Plus gets a lot of attention, so a lot of people think they edited like all this stuff, but it really was whoever had the property before. But yeah, Disney, I think, did edit the splash scene. Does that bother you when they, <laughs> they do that? Like non-sexual nudity, do you think, you know, like overseas, that's allowed, you know, pretty much? Does that bother you? Like, do you think they should have just left it the way it was? <laughs> you mentioned that, and I didn't even know that any of those things were in any of those movies or, or episodes. I didn't know any of that. Well, it got a lot of attention because it's on Disney+, Plus, and then I looked into the splash. I saw the scene. It's it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And yeah. they, there's other scenes where she, you know, has her ass showing, but it's blurred now. Maybe they should have done that with this scene. I don't know. But Did anybody mention it at the time, though? Or they're just now going back and being like... No, at the time, at the time it was, it was okay. Like the MPAA was okay with it because it was like non-sexual nudity. It was just kind of like, you know, happenstance. Like, Hey, she's a mermaid that transforms into a human, you know, even little mermaid, for instance, she's nude. You don't see it, but it's implied, you know? Right. And I think that might've been another reason why Disney did this because people could maybe (laughs) tie this to little mermaid in a way. And so, yeah. Uh, I guess I understand, but like, you know, nudity standards overseas are different than here. Do you think it's something we should just get over or, I mean, are you for less nudity? <laughs> Mitch, oh, Mitch isn't. Uh, I don't care. I don't I mean, think it harms people. I mean, as long as no, it's not sexual, but. You see more in PG-13 uh, episodes or shows now than you ever saw yeah. back then. So I don't think it matters. Right. The and Couch is a little funny though. Uh, that for the, the Toy Story thing that you're yeah, talking about, it, that's it, funny. It, it, I thought it was funny, but yeah, I, I mean, I understand, but yeah, it's just kind of, it's something kids won't get. That's the thing. It's no, like, exactly. I think um, you need to have a little bit of adult humor in there too. Things that they won't pick up on. Right. Um, that's important. Otherwise, I don't know how we'd make it through all of the animated movies. That's just, yeah, that's, well, and that's the thing, I guess in Lion King, there's a, a star formation that I think it spells SFX and it was like meant for sex. Like the, it was like an Easter egg, the art department did or something like that. The animators. Oh. So that, they took that out. That's gone now, but didn't know that either, but I've heard like, Oh yeah. Don't forget the little mermaid. Uh, the cover of that. Uh, yes. CHS had the dick in the back. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Go look at yeah. it. You'll you'll be like, what? How did I not ever see that? Yeah, isn't it on the castle or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and have you? Did you ever hear about animators back in eighties and maybe early nineties? I forgot what they they were pissed off or something of the studio. Yeah, they, a lot of animators over at Disney got pissed off, and so they dropped little random sexualized things into the movies. Didn't they put some porn scenes? Or I thought they. 
they spliced some scenes or something. I can't remember. That I think was in the movie theater. I don't think that oh. was because of Disney though. That was just a <laughs> a gag. Dad wants us to go see Little Mermaid again. Okay, I guess we'll go. I don't know. I don't know why. He's got a big smile on his face. But then I partially wonder if that if that came about because of Fight Club. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. And for one brief moment, <laughs> yeah, they saw it. <laughs> That's right. It's like a two-second clip of just that. <laughs> it went back to the regular movie, <laughs> and all the kids are crying. <laughs> are you guys fans of Sam Raimi? Yeah, Spider-Man guy. Yeah, apparently he's directing the new Doctor Strange movie. That concerns yeah. me a little bit. But yeah, I'm with you, dude. Always very lighthearted and not very deep. He he really um, balances with horror and comedy. You know, yeah. Uh, my, I mean, that alone, I guess, would be a good mix for Doctor Strange because the first one was kind of like that. But I'm more thinking him dealing with Marvel, like a big time director like that, it doesn't really seem to be a good um, history of that. You know, like Marvel has their own type of formula, I believe that. You know, directors they get, they get, you know, to do what they want, but I think they're a little bit restricted. You know, yeah, but I mean, look at Favreau. That guy was pretty big before he even got into Iron Man, right? And I think he was kind of grandfathered in at first because they were so. It was like the first Marvel <laughs> Studio film, so they, you know, they kind of trusted him. I think to do more of what he wanted, perhaps, and then you know, as they got popular, you know, they got more restricted, yeah. but. Yeah, you know, I don't hate the idea. Of course, Scott Derrickson directed the first Doctor Strange film, and uh, creative differences were the reasons why he left uh, the sequel project. So, yeah. Oh, really? It's called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and I guess Scarlet Witch will be in it. Yeah, and they're saying that uh, a couple of people that have passed away in previous Marvel movies will be coming back. That'd be cool. (laughs) If it's done right, you know. Yeah, yeah, so I heard, um, oh, what was his name? Um, Scarlet Witch's brother. That'd be cool, yeah. Quick, going quick back, silver. And yep. then Doctor Strange's, like, protege, teacher, Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going back, so I've heard those two names dropped. Um, that could happen. But I haven't heard anything about, and I heard Spider-Man maybe in that one, and then I haven't heard anything about Iron Man, but I have heard that um, reports have been swirling around that Robert Downey Jr. may be coming back to the MCU. But I think there's, there's like some storyline or something like that within Marvel where a girl gets the tech suit and mm-hmm. it's got basically his voice in it. Yeah. That'd be cool. An AI. Like he's Jarvis in that suit. That'd be cool. Her. That's, that's how yeah. they should do it. I know he will be in the black widow film, but because that's yeah. between civil war and infinity war. That's how he's able to be in that. But yeah, Sam Raimi, you know, he's he's definitely a talented director. You know, he's he's done the Evil Dead films and he did the three Spider Man films. Um, I guess Spider Man Two had a strange reference, which is funny. So it's it's a character he likes. He said, so well, you know, um, some passion with it. As long as he's as long as Raimi can dig deep into the you know kind of the mythos and all mm-hmm. that stuff and and have a a profound movie because I mean, if you look at his Spider-Man movies they made, mm-hmm. it overwhelmed him to make more than one villain. Like in the third one, yeah, it was just too much. Oh yeah, he totally phoned that in. So <laughs> can't do that with yeah, this one. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I 
he's got to do some. He's got to dig deep for this one. Yeah, he needs some soul searching. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a cool idea, but I, I almost see like his prime is kind of already hit, you know. And does can he still right. can he still deliver? You know, he's got to be passionate about it. Hopefully he well, is. And, you know, maybe this one works because it's something brand new. So yeah. who knows? Yeah, and then you got Marvel guiding the film more, rather than him having full control. So it's probably a a good thing there. Um, right. Isra Miller, have you guys seen that choking video? Yes. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. So it's very, it's very fishy, and I'm not trying to take us down to a dark path here, but I do have some facts here. Uh, he was in a club in Iceland, which the video looks like they're in a damn toy store, so it must be a theme for the club, kind of to have a yeah. shelving and all that stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, he aggressively grabbed a fan and she already had like a, a neck brace on. It was weird, but she was laughing the whole time. And it right. seemed like he was being playful too. He asked her if, you know, she wants to fight. And then uh, he did appear to hold back strength. Like he gently took her to the ground. If you slow it down, he put her on a mattress. It looks like, so he didn't even put her on the ground. So it looked like it was yeah, kind of like, it looked like they were just, play- cause the lady was like, waving her arms all over the place and laughing and all that stuff. And yeah. then he's like, you want to fight? And then, and it kind of looked like they were just going back and forth. So I don't know what the context was before the film start or the, the video started happening. Mm-hmm. And then he, he grabs her and he really slowly puts her down to the ground. I mean, if he was really mad, that's not, if you watch his body language, that's not the kind of body language you use. Yeah, it didn't. It seemed like he was totally kidding, you know. Uh, yeah, has she spoken out about that account at all? I can't find like, anything about her saying anything. It's kind of she been. She should. If it really wasn't, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely clear up things. Uh, yeah, so like the only thing that made me that screamed kind of this was possibly more serious than we thought was the dude filming and he was screaming, "Bro, bro, bro!" and then he cuts the camera off. So I'm not sure what exactly happened after he took her to the ground. But if it, it, it's been slowed down and you can see it, it really looks like he put her on a mattress. There's some yeah. kind of object, and it, it swear it looks like a a mattress. So I, you know, it's like I don't think we got all the info we need. But the they have one source they've talked to. It was the bartender, and this guy could be out to get money. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's true. I don't know. But he said it was serious. The staff broke it up. Miller was escorted out. Uh, police wouldn't confirm if Miller was involved, but they weren't called to the scene, and there were there was no injuries reported, and there's no investigation currently. I want to see the video inside the club where he got escorted out. Right, yeah, that's why I question some of this because it's it's the bartender, you know. It's like okay, I can see this dude like trying to amp this thing up, you know, because yeah, there's, ar- there's already it. been a petition created to fire him from the Flash and the Fantastic Beast movies, which are both Warner Brother properties. Uh, the old Flash director, John Francis Daly, he took to Twitter and he said creative differences. So you know, I don't know. It's kind of a dig towards Miller, but I I don't know. I, I know you haven't probably seen it, Megan. And you saw the video, right, Mitch? The shared to you. Yeah, I, I watched it last night, and I was just—I was shaking my head because when you hear it with sound, mm-hmm. it's—it's it, it's a completely different context as opposed yeah. to not hearing it. It with is. Sound. It is. Yeah. And it slowed. It slowed it down. 
many times. And oh, yeah, yeah. You clearly, if you watch it at normal speed, you don't really notice what he put her down on. But if they they slow yeah. it down, he clearly puts her down on, it looks like a soft, it's mattress. It has to be a mattress. I don't know. It just, and it was so slow too. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, he didn't seem pissed, but according to the bartender, he was, which is like one source. And like, like I said, the police weren't even called. There's no investigation, but of course the video got out. People now have their own minds made up and all that. If he's guilty, yeah, he, he should lose those jobs, but I don't see it in that video. I just don't. There has, has to be more evidence. And But, you know, of course, with fans out there now, who, who knows? He might be fired either way. You know, I think his career will suffer, sadly, um, if he's, you know, innocent, of course. But Well, it's it's like that uh, Evangeline Lilly, um, you know, several weeks back, they were, like, trying mm. to get her out of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Just because she has an opinion on the virus like mm-hmm. everybody else does in the world? Right. Don't be stupid. Yeah, those, you know? those petitions are, I think they're jokes, you know? It's like, yeah, relax. Getting to that point in um, Hollywood where you got to be really careful about how your actions and, and the things yeah. that you say and the moves that you make, even more so um, now because the general public has the ability to record and petition and do all these things that they weren't you know doing before to destroy your your livelihood and Mm -hmm. and if they want to they will do it Mm -hmm. so i just think that now more than ever it's uh, it's really hard probably on them to be actors and actresses in hollywood um just for stating an opinion so yeah it is yeah I, i agree and like i'm not saying he's totally innocent you know but i'm just saying from that video Slow mm-hmm. it down. If that's all we've got, that doesn't tell me it was a violent no. altercation. It just doesn't. You know, and who knows what happened behind the scenes. You know, maybe this asshole who took that video said, I have this video. I can just, you know, destroy your life unless you give me, you know, yeah, maybe. money. Blackmail. You know, maybe sure. that happened. Yeah. You never know. So, um, it's just sad. It's yeah. Just really, really sad. It is. It is. Speaking of, you know, Miller's from the... You know, <laughs> The Justice League and The Flash, and he was in BVS for a little bit. Megan, you said you found some info for us about J.J. Abrams? Um, just that he is coming aboard to do um, the Justice uh, League Dark series. Mm-hmm. And then, I didn't know this, but he's also, and I don't, I guess I haven't seen a whole lot about it. He's doing a spinoff of The Shining, but... Um, and it's going to be called, is it Outlook or Outlook or whatever the hotel yeah, I think, was? Yeah. Outlook, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was curious to, to know if Stephen King was going to have anything to do with that. You know, because he's so involved in a, a lot of the projects that get adapted I from his books. Would hope and that's I their, seen it. I would hope that's their goal <laughs> to get him on board. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people may know this now, but back in the day when The Shining came out and it was a big hit and all that. I think it was. <laughs> anyway, uh, critically it was. But Kubrick went far away from the book, and King actually hates that movie for what it did. Oh, really? They just had the Dr. Sleep movie come out. King just wrote a he wrote a sequel book years back. It's based off the book, but it also sequelizes The Shining itself. So it's kind of like a merge thing. And I think he had some say, say so on that movie. I'm not entirely sure, but I would imagine... They would try to get his blessing and uh, him to offer some, you know, creative input. Castle Rock uh, was another series Abrams did, and that was also based off mm-hmm. Stephen King content. And I think they got his his help, and he was involved with that project. So 
I haven't seen Castle Rock actually, but I've heard good things about it. So I'm sure this would be pretty good. You know, JJ is kind of a hit or miss for me, mostly a miss, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, he signed this new Warner Brother deal. So of course the Justice League Dark will be part of the um, HBO Max programming. And mm-hmm. like you said, Mitch, and maybe you say this too, Megan, uh, if you have HBO Go, is it? You get the Max, is that right? I think HBO Go is tied to if you actually have yeah. a uh, satellite service, but I think HBO Now is a standalone app. Right. So if you have either or, mm-hmm. I think you're getting Max. That'd be a good deal if that was the case. I think that sounds right. I think we've reported on that before, but yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, Justice League Dark, that'd be great. You know, all we have right now is the animated series or the animated movies, which are, are pretty good. Uh, I believe Batman leads them in a way. John Constantine is probably the actual leader, but you got like Swamp Thing um, trying to think oh, of the other people in it. But yeah, uh, DC Universe just did Swamp Thing. It was one season run. Very good. I thought it was really well done. And it, it's, hey, you were a big fan of that Swamp Thing. I remember that. I was, yeah. I strongly encourage everyone to check it out. It's I like it. It's You know, you can buy it now on Blu-ray, and I think it's worth buying. It's, it's 10 episodes, 10 one-hour episodes, so it, it's a long, it, it's a lot of content, even though it's just one season, but it's R-rated entirely. Uh, oh, I bet. But it's it's done very well. It really takes in a lot of Alan Moore's um, Swamp Thing uh, writings, and I think they did a good job, so definitely worth checking that out. But yeah, I'd love to see more Swamp Thing. Guillermo del Toro, he was going to do a Just League Dark film back when DCEU was trying to you know, get their footing and, you know, they had all these great plans that seemed to kind of have gone, you know, by the wayside because, you yeah. know, they, they panic every movie comes out. They they change up things and all that. But that would have been right. really cool to see, though. Del Toro doing Justice League Dark film would have been really interesting. Probably would have been kind of like a League of um, Extraordinary Gentlemen in a way, maybe. You know, a darker tone, yeah. a lot of fantastical elements. But, yeah, uh, we don't know too much i think yet you know of course right now with all this virus stuff going around uh it's you know some mystery when production will resume on things but yeah i imagine that that'll probably take a year or two to see finally on the hbo max i might get me to go subscribe i would say that's i like I mean, that you idea. know hbo now is only what 15 bucks a month i think is it yeah yeah i have to check that out <clears throat> it's not terribly overpriced, so no, it's not too Sometimes bad. Sometimes they run deals too. There's another um, thing in development: a new Green Hornet movie. Are you guys fans of the Green Hornet? Know of the Green Hornet? Isn't that that Seth Rogen uh, movie like a little while back? Yeah, 2011. There's a, a film Seth Rogen. He played uh, Britt Reed, who's the owner publisher of the Daily Sentinel. He's also the Green Hornet, and then he has his trusty sidekick Cato. He's kind of like an Alfred-like character, but he can kick a lot of ass, you know. Bruce Lee made him very popular in the uh, 60s television show. I think that only lasted a season as well, but it was a it was actually a spinoff of the Batman show back then, but it had, oh, a, dar- it? It had a darker tone to it, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, it's, uh, you know... Th- I can't imagine a, a show having a darker tone than Batman. <laughs> well, 66 Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Adam West Batman, I mean. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but yeah, it started out as a radio show back in the 30s, and yeah, it's it's got all the classic elements, you know, you want in a superhero. They even have a, a car, a black beauty. It's got all these Bond-like gadgets, and so yeah, it's been through a lot of 
reiterations. The Seth Rogen one was um, more of a comedic take on the characters. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I, I own it. Uh, but yeah, I, it's not my ideal Green Hornet movie. So Universal Pictures will be developing this new one. Uh, you know, no idea when we'll see it. Uh, hopefully it keeps developing and gets to, you know, uh, actually them making it, green lighting it. Yeah, I'm all, one of those I'm all things for where it. it's just such an obscure. Does it fall within any of the DC or Marvel? It's the DC, right? Yes, or I believe I believe DC. Yeah. Well, I mean, hmm, would it fall within maybe not. the canon of anything that's going oh, on right now? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if it would. I don't know cuz I think Columbia Sony I think they put the movie out the 2011 and they probably own the rights to it so maybe they cross it over with uh, Spider-Man Venom all those other properties Morpheus so yeah yeah it's it's interesting but I I'd totally welcome it I think that'd be really cool to uh maybe get a proper comic book film out of the Green Hornet for a change but you know Seth Rogen's wasn't terrible it had no it had some cool elements but I like I said, it's not it's not what I want wanted from a Green Hornet movie. It's almost like if they're gonna parody a, a character, they might as well just make up their own character, you know, similar right. but like the Blue Hornet, you know, something stupid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Yellow Stinger, I don't know. Could really make a lot of fun <laughs> out of that. Anything else? Okay, I don't think so. Just uh, you know, you guys stay safe and and uh, can't wait to uh, finally all meet together so that we can. Yes. Not have to do phone interviews, I guess you'd say. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that'd yeah. be that'd be great. That'd be great. Thanks for being on, guys. And yeah, I, I look yeah. forward to when we can all be together again. And uh, it'll be a great day, and we'll we'll have a drink to it. Yes. And Megan has water, so. Well, I mean, if if we're talking. Oh about right, water, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We'll right. Really come up on that. Right. Thing. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have it either way. So. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you. Uh, we'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Megan. Take care. Bye.